0: Let's open our second service by turning to 1 John, chapter 4, and let's read a few of those verses there that say that God is love. 1 John 4, it's not all that he is. He's holy first. His holiness and righteousness put constraints on his love. His love does not constrain his holiness or righteousness. It's hard for us to put those things in order but he had to choose us in Christ Jesus before the world began in order to love us. Right. First John 4, beginning at verse 8, let me read five verses. First John 4, 8. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. In this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man hath seen God at any time, If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. Amen and amen. Amen. Verse 8 says that God is love, and if we don't love others, we don't know God, because God is love. You can call that Arminian, you can call it charismatic, you can call it socialistic, foolish, Arminian nonsense. It's the word of God. And I want to believe the whole Bible, not just part of the Bible. Amen. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. You know, in chapter 2 and verse 4, he that saith, I know him and keepeth not his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. This little epistle of 1 John in its five chapters has several different levels or kinds or ways of proving that we're born again and we have eternal life. And this one is love. And in 1 John, it's it's the one that's mentioned the most times. So we have that 8th verse, if you don't love others, and that love is defined by the Bible, not by you and what you think love is, not by you and what you think love of the brethren is. It's how love of the brethren is defined in the Bible, is to prove that you know God because God is love. Then verses 9 and 10 tell us, how he showed us his love, and it matches perfectly with John 3.16 by sending his only begotten son. And this is his love, not our love of him, his love of us, in sending his son to pay for our sins. Verse 11, reasons, beloved, if God so loved us, if God loved us this way that he sent his son, surely we can love one another. Should make perfectly good sense to you. And we've never seen God Hmm. how do I know there's a God? How do I know that God loves me? How do I know that God has saved me? How do I know that that God's going to take me to heaven? How do I know that I'm in a relationship with that God? How do I know that I'm a son of God because I've never seen God? Do you understand why this is put right here? No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us and his love is perfected in us. His love is brought to maturity and completion in us because by him loving us, And us realizing what he did for us by sending his son, and we then channeling that outward toward others, it shows the work of God in our lives. It's the best we get to see before we're in heaven. And still, we won't see God because no one's ever going to see God. But this is an interesting verse in how it's put together. No man has seen God at any time, but we can see the effect of God because God is love. And if a person drops down their selfish guards, which we all have by nature, because we want to protect us, and wants to give to others and lose themselves and burn themselves out for others, God dwelleth in us. And his love is perfected in us. The effect and consequence of his love is now being seen through us. It's not to go forward. It's not to say, I believe in Jesus. It's not to get baptized. It's a much greater change in our lives. And that's to love others. Let's show each other God. You say you sound like Joel. Give me a few minutes. That's not what Jim just told me a few minutes ago that I sounded like Joel this morning. I I want us to embrace these verses as much as we embrace any verses. And And I want us to understand these verses. God is love. But his love is directed toward holy ends and objectives. His love is limited by his holiness and his righteousness. His love accomplishes things. His love is wonderful. His love is not based on us earning it. He gives it to us by a choice because I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion and so forth and so on. Let us love one another. Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, your only begotten Son, the Word of God made flesh, Emmanuel, God with us, we thank thee for manifesting your love toward us. Help us to love others more and to show your love perfected through us. What a glorious opportunity. Heavenly Father, help us to hate our selfishness. Help us to hate our pride. Help us to tear down our habits that we might give ourselves more fully, completely, selflessly toward others as you gave your son and he laid down his life for us. We thank you for knowing you that God is love. We thank you for knowing you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Do not let us deceive ourselves for a minute in this coming week, if you tarry, to play with sin and think that we're walking in fellowship with you. Let us not deceive ourselves for a minute if we think about our own little lives and remain secluded and quarantined away from others and think that we know thee, when knowing thee is by showing the love that you have shown us and put in us by your spirit. Help us in these ways. We want to be dear children on earth, not bare children, not false children, not strange children, but dear children. In Jesus' name, Amen.